welcome back into Name That News. I am once again your host, Mark Menard, along with my co-host, Zach Clark. We're going to bring you some clips taken wildly out of context from the news of the week, and we're going to let you try to guess what exactly they're talking about. Last week on the inaugural episode, we left you with a cliffhanger question because, you know, we want you to keep coming back for more. But they're painted 666. Tom is painted on there. Sheep is painted on there. Even attorneys. I don't understand that part. It's weird. From WWJ in Detroit, the options were Tom Hanks, Tom Brady, or Tom Selleck. Mark, who is our Satanist? You know, there's so much hate out there for Tom Brady. I can't imagine Tom Selleck is still relevant enough, and I can't imagine anybody thinking Tom Hanks is a bad guy. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Mark, we're going to have to work on your imagination because it's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was the name spray-painted on that house in the Detroit suburbs. I had a whole week to think about this, and I still got it wrong. I'm ashamed. I think Tom Brady was the logical answer, especially when you consider timing. But you have to remember the ripple here is that this story is from Metro Detroit. Tom Brady went to college at U of M. He's relatively popular around here. Got it. It's a thing. Well, that brings us to this week's clips. And right now we'll take you to report, hey, we're going right back to WWJ in Detroit covering a news conference where the topic was so crazy that it left the door open for some out-of-the-box questions. Prompting one reporter to ask, Have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? Hmm. Was that news conference about A, a mysterious overnight theft of various deodorants and cheeses from a local supermarket, B, a woman whose valuables keep getting stolen while she sleeps, or was it C, another unidentified object shot down by the military? You know, when you said deodorant and cheese, I went back to like my middle school locker room when there wasn't enough deodorant and it smelled a lot like cheese, but because I'm a millennial, Mark, we had this thing, maybe it was the best invention, maybe it was the worst. It was called Axe Body Spray. Oh, yes. And it just made it smell like cheese and tropical rain <laughs> or pick your flavor or scent. I got to tell you, Mark, there's been so much talk about these UFOs lately, but I can't imagine the government would be like, hey, we're not going to rule anything out. So I'm going to say the woman having her stuff stolen in the middle of the night. It was actually C. Another unidentified object shot down by the military. This one was over Lake Huron. People wanted to know what was going on with it. The government was very mum about the whole thing, and that leads to other questions being asked, I guess. Yeah, and you know, later on they did clarify, Mark. They said that it's not aliens, but then after that they said we haven't found it yet. How could you tell? How can you <laughs> tell me it's not aliens when you've not found the craft yet? We don't know. And if it is aliens, how would you tell? We don't know what their spacecraft looks like. Unless, like, Kang and Kodos from The Simpsons are real and we've seen that kind of stuff before. Otherwise, I think you're right. How would we know? All right, so now we go over to you, my friend. What you got for us? We're going to go to WBBM in Chicago, Mark. Take a listen. Governor Pritzker has signed a measure that will loosen restrictions on convicted felons wanting to when they leave prison. Mark, Jimmy Pritzker is the governor of Illinois. He signed a bill. What is it allowing felons to do once they leave prison? Is it A, change their name, B, apply for a get-out-of-jail-free card, or C, get jobs in law enforcement? Well, I don't think we're giving out any get-out-of-jail-free cards in this country. I don't think there's enough voter support for anything like that. And I don't think there's ever been a problem with changing names. So I'm going to go 
with working in law enforcement? Mark, it has changed their names. Really? It used to be against the law for criminals to distance themselves from their crimes by changing their name afterward. It wasn't like they could hide from the things they've done in the past. And now the governor of Illinois is allowing some distance. And, you know, you're right. You know, I think about the way that our prison system works in this country. What's the opposite of a get-out-of-jail-free card? That's what we hand out around here, I think. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of incarceration in just about every state. So uh, I don't think the get-out-of-jail-free cards are coming anytime soon. Next, let's go to the city that never sleeps, the Big Apple. And WINS 1010 wins, where one problem that is worrisome for the rest of the country doesn't really rate. Are you worried about this or you don't care? Not at all. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> no. She tells me in New York City we have many other things to be thinking about. That's why New York City is the big time, baby. You got to be special to grab the attention of those jaded Yankees. So what are they talking about? Is it A, this year's Super Bowl matchup, which, of course, featured zero New York teams, B, the icy cold weather that has moved in waves across most of the country for months, or is it C, another unidentified object shot down by the military? Wait, where's my option for D, massive sewer rats? I thought for sure that that was going to be one of my options here. I'm a little upset. You know, I don't think they care too much about the Super Bowl. I got to say, you know, New Yorkers like to act tough, tougher than I think they actually are. Hey, uh, it's going to be the cold. It is actually C, another unidentified object shot down by the military. They were commenting on the ones that we've seen across the country, and this woman was absolutely unimpressed. So wait. New Yorkers are so tough, they're not afraid of aliens either. Is that, is that the takeaway here? Is that what I'm Not getting? afraid of aliens. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's something in the air around here in Detroit, but we had a couple from WWJ last week, and I've got another one here from WWJ Today. Take a listen. Returning this Valentine's Day is the Monroe County Sheriff's Weekend Special. The sheriff is giving you a chance to... Good news says they've already made arrests. Is a local sheriff's department in Michigan a giving people a chance to date an inmate, B, a chance to snitch on an ex, or C, an opportunity to turn yourself in and then date a police officer. The whole Valentine's Day thing has me thinking like singled out, and so my options are similar. I don't know. The whole Valentine's Day thing has you thinking about prison apparently this week. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, let's see. I'm going to say in the spirit of love, let's go date a police officer. There's actually a chance, Mark, to snitch on an ex. Wow. The Monroe County Sheriff's Department in Michigan does this every year, and they put out a press release, and they say, if you've dated somebody in the past that has a warrant and you want to get back at them, give us a call. It is dastardly. <laughs> that spousal privilege goes right out the window when you're talking about Detroit. Yes, absolutely. And so here in the Detroit area, if you have a scorned lover, make sure you also have a clean record because it may come back to bite you in the ass. Could you imagine, like, being out on a date and then all of a sudden the cops show up and take you away because an ex just want to ruin your Valentine's because they're having a bad one? And I'm hoping, like, the officer shows up like Cupid, wearing, like, a big-ass diaper and has, like, a big giant bow and arrow and takes you into custody. Or, you know, alternatively, what if you don't realize it's really a cop? Maybe you think it's a different kind of Valentine's Day surprise when the, the <laughs> cop walks in. I don't know. I wonder if there's any awkward moments. Got to make sure he's not holding a boombox. <laughs> no boombox. <laughs> this is not Magic Mike. All right. That brings us to our cliffhanger question of the week. This one comes from an interview on WWL in New Orleans where they were discussing a survey 
that rated the most effective Super Bowl ads. Here's what they said about the commercial they rated number one. Well, the thing that that spot did really well is it demonstrated what the product could do. So you looked at it, you knew what, what it was and why you should use it. It was like a product demonstration. Was the ad for A, a new phone that takes amazing pictures, B, beer, or was it for C, another unidentified object shot down by the military? You know, Mark, last week I threatened to quit this podcast if it was a certain answer. It might become a weekly thing. The answer, Zach, will quit over if it happens again. I, I watched the whole Super Bowl, and I don't remember there being a UFO ad. And my big complaint lately has been that the beer commercials have kind of bowed out. You know, when I was a kid, Bud Light especially was fabulous, whether it was frogs or penguins or they were all hilarious, right? And I feel like that's not a thing anymore. So I'm going to go with the camera phone. I'm going with the pictures. All right, well, we will let you know about that next week when we come back for another episode of Name That News. And if Mark's hosting alone, you know what the answer was. <laughs> That'll be a dead giveaway. You won't even have to wait to hear the answer that a UFO was broadcasting over the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's how we do things here. Hit the subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar because we're going to be here every single week with a fresh slate of silliness. For Zach Clark, I'm Mark Menard. We'll see you again next week on Name That News.